Welcome back to the Barefoot Punter. I'm your host as always, the mug, your co-host, the Pope, and the modeler is with us as well. We take our inspiration from the Barefoot Investor, but instead of giving you investment advice, I'm here to give you a bit of betting advice on the 2022 AFL and NRL season. And it's a big welcome back to the program, to the Pope. Mug, thanks for having me. Full round of fixtures across both codes this weekend. Been a while, so exciting to look forward to that over the weekend coming up. And someone that is very excited about that is the modeler. Lads, evening. Uh, yeah, as much as uh, we all like Origin, it is great to get a uh, full suite of the 17 games, I think it is, for both codes. So looking forward to talking about tonight. Well, speaking about the origin, boys, I might just quickly launch into a betting review on your behalf because both of you boys really liked the Blues, really liked them at the head-to-head, liked them at the uh, two-and-a-half, liked them at the 13-plus. I think Forster, you might have ever mentioned a little bit of 19-plus or something like that to that effect, and it all just came steaming in. So uh, round of applause, fellas. Uh, very... Uh, very tasty stuff on the Sunday night and the punters would have been absolutely filling up on the back of that one. So well done, guys. Yeah, played out as we predicted, so that worked well. And, and Tedesco was sort of lurking for me in the match too for a while, but Cleary ran away with it in the second half and deserving winner in the end. Well, that was one thing I actually wanted to speak to you about, Pope, is was Cleary... Because uh, I almost felt like Tedesco was probably level with him, but then Cleary c- crosses for those tries. But how much weight goes into the man of the match for those tries when they're already, what, 24, 30 points up with 15, 20 minutes left? Do you, does that, do you put much weight on that? Probably more icing on the cake, I think, Mug. He was already favourite, and I, I thought he was probably too short throughout the game from what, some of the bookmakers had him, but he, he had a, a try assist or two in the second half, and then he crosses for a couple of tries. The narrative was stronger in him all week, and we know that plays a part in these big matches as well. A bit of a redemption story, so fair winner. But um, for parts of that game, I thought he was too short. However, in the end, when you score 20, I think he scored 24 or 26 points in the match, it's hard to argue. And uh, Modler, you know who else I thought was really good um, for the Blues is Pope's Brian Tottall. I thought he was fantastic. He was, yeah. I think uh, it was one of your tips last year for um, was, yeah. Man of the Match, wasn't he? And he's, he played played another good game on uh, on well last night. No, Sunday night, sorry. It's got away from me. Um, yeah, definitely had a good game. I think he, um, he might have – did he set one up as well? He definitely scored one, I know, off and, um, yeah. So for his size, I mean, I don't know what his size is. He looks small compared to the rest of them, but he's so strong. The way that he sort of just pushes through tackles and he's got three or four blokes on him and he just seems to be able to move forward all the time. Um, He's he's quite a remarkable player. Um, Boys, on the betting review, we'll just jump straight into that for the AFL. I had um, Gold Coast and North. They were from the Sunday night tweet. Um, There was no bet bet recommended throughout the week, but... um, that was one and one. And then for the, um, I guess, for the podcast and also on the email, it was uh, Essendon and Hawthorne. So that was one and one. I guess we got the benefit of having the head-to-head price on Essendon. So that was uh, that was nice uh, there. 
And then the one, uh, we'll talk to this one, uh, that tipped the ledger in a negative fashion for me was the pies. So I said, if that gets below 12 and a half or below sort of 12, 12 and a half, and it did, it dropped down to about 11 and a half. I took it. And um, yeah, well, I'll talk, I'll, I'll talk to that in, min- in a minute when we go through that. But, um, but uh, how did you go on the AFL, uh, Mother? Uh, yeah, I think I tipped up the Hawks on the potty and then sort of went cold on them uh, mm. once teams came out. But if you took the early Hawks price, um, yeah, no good there. Uh, Tigers I liked and yeah, it was a cracking game in the end, but, um, you know, you shouldn't, shouldn't eat crackers, I guess. So <laughs> yep. uh, not much love there. And then uh, I think the Swans I really liked, I think I tipped up head end and mine there so yep. um they they got done quite easily against the saints and then mentioned that yeah north i was probably put an asterisk against them and recommended a half stag at best and yeah they they weren't even close so i think i might be keen to throw them in the bin from here on out yeah okay um so you would have, you would have had a winning weekend then on afl mother yeah i think so yeah between yep. sydney and the tigers bets kind of cancel each other out so um, yep. yeah yeah, yeah. You know, and I was just yeah. off. And uh, so hopefully for the weekend, uh, everything uh, combined, especially with you boys putting up what you put up in the origin, I'm sure the punters would have had a, uh, a winning weekend. Um, so we better go in and uh, discuss some bad beats. Uh, and um, and I'll lead the way on that one, Pope. Uh, the Pies line. So I thought that was pretty, that was hovering around some value there sort of all week. And then it dropped that couple of points uh, below. And I thought that was a pretty good number uh, for the pies there. The pies go into three quarter time, 31 points up. And uh, and then the rain comes. So you sort of think, oh, geez, it's going to be hard for GWS to get back from here. GWS had only kicked five goals uh, to three quarter time at this point uh, too, I might add. Um, in the last quarter, the pies kick two goals, five, and GWS kicked seven goals, one. And uh, and I might just add there that uh, one of those was from Josh Kelly, uh, <laughs> pretty much the corner of the boundary and the 50 on his left boot uh, on the non-preferred side for a left footer on the uh, the, war- the Warney side. And um, and then also to Darcy Moore managed to fumble his way from the top of the square and concede a, uh, <laughs> a rush goal uh, from the top of the square. Ollie Henry running into an open goal, managed to miss it somehow. And one way or another, that line ends up not uh, not covering for me anyway, uh, covering for the GWS. And uh, and if you're on the under there too, that was a nasty beat there as well because uh, it rained, what, nine nine goals odd in the last quarter and sent that total over, so, uh, over, over that number. So, geez, uh, that was a tough, tough beat. That was the difference between me having a winning and a losing weekend. And uh, that was a pretty, um, that was a pretty one, tough one to cop uh, that one. Um, we had uh, Tim Connolly uh, tweeted in uh, Modler and, um, and he had a, a 35 to $136 shot last leg uh, pendles to get 20 disposals uh, sitting at 12, probably thrown his, you know, thrown his ticket away at three quarter time, but still hopeful and uh, just does the ultimate tease, finishes on 19 uh, for <laughs> for old Timmy there. So a little bit of bad luck. And um, the last bad beat uh, that I've got, Pope, it's another personal one. I've had a clerical error. I've actually, uh, I was pretty excited earlier in the week on the Hawks and, uh, you know, Gunston coming back in and I backed the Hawks and, and then I sort of went a bit cold on them because I knew Gunston wasn't going to play. And then just before the game, 
I see that that number gets out to 2021 20, around that mark. So I think, oh, I might just have a little shot at the, the, the Hawks here. Game finishes, doing my tallies after the game, doing my spreadsheet, uh, you know, looking at my accounts, uh, only to realise there's two two bets on the one event and I didn't want two bets on the one event. So uh, double stake the loss. That's uh, that's bad uh, uh, clerical sort of stuff there from the mug and a bad beat, bad admin beat, that one. So uh, that, that, that's definitely a bad beat, Pope. Yeah, that, that's that's indicative of a man who's struggling to keep up with all his bet slips. I think there, mate. <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, I think you recall it last last year, Pope. I had the same thing in Shawnee Burgoyne's four hundred against Port Adelaide. I, I uh, so this is this isn't a first event uh, for the mug, unfortunately. But uh, anyway. Um, We'll uh, dust off and uh, get ready for this week. So, um, so boys, a bit of tomfoolery there. Bad beats. Uh, good to talk through your state of origin uh, victories. Um, are we ready to talk some footy? Good. Let's good. do it. All right, Pope, before you kick us off and start uh, talking about some prices, I thought it might be a good uh, opportune time just to remind the listeners for exactly what the modeler was talking about before. He liked the Hawks earlier in the week. But then when I updated the email, I mentioned that the modeler had gone cold on the Hawks. So make sure if you're listening to this podcast, go to our website, barefootpunter.com.au. And there's a little subscription button in there that you can go and click on. And then you get access to our weekly email that goes out. And that just updates any um, changes in thought process that we've had from now until that Thursday night. Normally it doesn't change too much, but there are one or two things that sometimes do change. So uh, if you get access to that email, then uh, then, then you're going to have the most up-to-date information as well. Also, too, on the website, there's the uh, there's the collection tin, which uh, if you like what we do, we, we don't charge anything, uh, Pope Modler, for what we do here. We're a com- completely free service for the punters. We've got nothing to hide. Uh, we're, we're punters ourselves, and, um, and, and we have a good go at it. And, um, and we do this for free. And so if you like what we do um, and you have a win on the punt, you can just go to the collection tin and give that a little rattle and, uh, and put some coins uh, in there for us. We would appreciate it. Um, and then, of course, uh, the last thing uh, before we get into it and the most important thing, you're going to talk to some prices uh, in a moment, Pope, and uh, the prices are coming to you from Top Sport. Uh, Top Sport, a great Australian bookie, been in the caper for over 30 years, Tristan and the boys do a great job. They will take your bet. Uh, so if you haven't done so already, get to topsport.com.au and, of course, download the app. Pope, do you want to serve them up? Let's do a mug. Let's start with the first game Thursday night. We head up to the River City and Brisbane Lions take on the Western Bulldogs. Lions are 13.5-point favourites. $1.44 head-to-head. The Dogs at $2.80 mug. Let's get underway. Yeah, I think uh, when when uh, Zorko and Bailey get named, I think we see that number start to tick up a little bit. Um, so I think uh, if you like it right now, uh, I'd, I'd probably say to uh, to maybe get involved. I'm actually thinking, I'm actually hoping Pope. Before Thursday teams, we see that price actually just drop a little bit. You know, if we can sort of, in the next couple of days, if we can sort of just drop down to, you know, below 12, I'd like to see it get below two goals uh, between now and Thursday. And if that happens, I'll probably chime in. But I do think when we see those players get named Zorko, uh, Bailey, 
and we get closer to the uh, we get closer to kickoff, I think that number might start to run back away again. So punters will have to have a little bit of a, a think about how they play this one. If that number gets below um, that 12 number, that two goal mark for me, I'll be betting the Lions. If I don't get to that number, I'll probably just pass. Yeah, good intel there to start kickoff proceedings. Modler, Lions probably lost a little bit of premiership credential in the hammering against the Demons. What are you seeing in this one? Yeah, they, they did a bit, I think. Um, yeah, and probably not a lot of player movement either. Yeah, Zorko likely in and, and Richard's out for the doggies. Um, I've got it pretty much sitting right on the market and sort of not close to, to breaking through either, either way. So happy to leave this one alone personally. Okay, okay. Uh, Mug, these two teams have probably had contrasting weeks here, the Blues and the Saints. Carlton are eight and a half point favourites at Marvel on Friday night against... The Saints, $1.58 v $2.39, head-to-head at topsport.com.au. The Blues, the uh, flavour of the week. Everyone wants to be on the Blues all of a sudden. They're a chance to win the Premiership now, uh, according to all the uh, Monday experts. Um, Look, I I like how the Blues are going. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think... Um, they should take care of business here. I'm right on the market at the moment, Pope. So it's it's hard for me to to really be ploughing in. You know, it's it's hard to be betting St Kilda at the moment, what they've served up the last couple of weeks. Um, but they probably do get some reinforcements back. Um, I think Paddy and Hill were both off for family reasons or, um, or, or some personal leave. Um, so you'd expect that they're back this week. If those boys are back, they really strengthen up the side. So um, I think if you do like the Blues here, that might even be a play. Just wait until Hill and, and Ryder and so forth get named and you might even get a, a price um, you know, closer in. So nothing for me here really, Pope. Um, I, can't be, I can't be really plowing in at, at this number as it's right on my number. Yeah, best not forcings, stun times. Mug, Modler, what are you seeing in this? Yeah, likewise. I've yeah, again, no real player movements and um, yeah, sort of no real opinion either from the model on this one. Um, yeah, happy to leave this alone as well. Yeah, shoulder arms from uh, both the boys on that one. Mug, we go Saturday afternoon here. The Bombers take on the Swans at the MCG. Swans eighteen and a half point favourites travelling Melbourne. Dollar thirty three. Bombers three dollars thirty five. Numbers too big, Pope. Uh, it's with trepidation. It's with uh, some level of frustration that I find myself liking the Bombers over and over and over again. Um, but um, oh, I just think the number's bigger than what it should be. It was out at 21 and a half um, earlier in the week. It's at 19 and a half now, which I think is still bettable. Um, I think you've got to be on the Bombers back at the MCG. They'll be revved up. Uh, they get Parish back. Um, I actually thought the Bombers were okay. I know, I know that a lot of Bombers supporters are really pissed off and whatever else about their performance in the West. I thought they got absolutely crucified. Like, I was on the West Coast, so I, I went a West Coast win. I thought the Dons got crucified in that last quarter. There was about five or six no, no calls in a row to kick off that quarter. And, um, yeah, <laughs> look, the, the Dons... They've got such a talented team, uh, I believe. Like, I think they've got a pretty good list compared to most. And uh, and if they can actually string it together, I'm not convinced on the Swans, to be honest. Like, I, I 
I just don't, you know, what they do, they whacked up St Kilda on the weekend, but, um, but that's nothing, you know, that's nothing special. They got beat by Port Adelaide the week before. Um, yeah, I'm not doing cartwheels about the Swans. I think 21 and a half is too many. I think 19 and a half is too many. Got to be with the Bombers. I like the confidence on that one from the mug. Modler, can we get consensus here? Yeah, we can. I might follow you in here, Mug. I'm uh, with Parrish back in. I'm really liking the Bombers here. I've got them about um, 240. So against the, the 345 Toppy, I'm definitely definitely counting on them at that price. And yeah, um, you know, probably will split sort of head to head and, and line at, at you know, the price that they're showing at the moment. Yeah, and, and that's probably an important point too. I always explain that in the email um, for, for the uh, subscribers as well, that Modler represents his prices in terms of head-to-head and for all intensive purposes, I represent my prices in terms of line. So we, we sort of represent our prices almost the opposite way. But just because we talk about the line or just because we talk about the head-to-head doesn't mean that we're not betting the other as well. And um, so, you know, when you hear me talking about the line, uh, quite often I'll be having some head-to-head as well and and vice versa for the modeler. So just a little tip tip up there for the listeners. Now, knowing both these men the way I do, I'll be certainly getting on to topsport.com.au at the end of this podcast to uh, back the bonus here. Uh, we head over to Adelaide on Sunday Twilight. Mug against LA Crows be the reigning premiers. The Demons, they're back according yeah. to media punditry. They are 33 and a half point favourites. Dolph 14 in Adelaide against the Crows, 575, mate. My number was well below that. So on ratings, uh, I had my number at 26. Uh, now, Adelaide are going to have two young players missing. Uh, they're going to have young Hamill and uh, they're going to have McAdam, who actually I think has been very important for them this year. So I'd probably give him, you know, give Hamill probably one and a half, two. Give McAdam, I'm probably two and a half, three, leaning more towards. So that probably takes my number more up around that 30 mark. Um, and then I think the market's now at 33. You put Together on top of that, the fact that um, Adelaide have been struggling to score for most of the year. Now they lose one of their sort of dynamic forwards that actually can kick a kick a goal in a, against a tough defence. And, um, and that, I think, really impacts them. You also got to consider that Brisbane Lions, one of the most powerful offences in the competition, only scored 53 against the Demons last week. And Adelaide struggled to score all year. So... It is really hard to see Adelaide kicking a score here. Um, so does that mean that Melbourne are going to, you know, if Adelaide score below 60, um, where where does Melbourne's score finish up? Um, so when you think about all that sort of stuff, even on, so on ratings, Pope, my lean is to Adelaide, but uh, just with those things I've just spoken about, I probably can't throw my hard earned down um, because of those reasons. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Although, if there's one thing I know about the numbers that spit out for you is dollar fourteen is quite short. What are you saying in this one? Yeah, I've, I've uh, got a lean to Adelaide here. I actually didn't have Hamill as an out, and uh, was it McAdam? The other one you mentioned, yeah, right? McAdam, yeah, young McAdam. Yeah, yeah, so I've got them without oh, with those guys playing about three eighty. Um, yeah, against the five seventy five, it's not going to push them out that far. Yeah, um, you know, with those guys out, so probably still. Reasonably keen on Adelaide as well um, at the price, maybe maybe more so a half unit than a than a full unit given those those outs that are coming through. Yeah, interesting. Right. 
I'll uh, stick with you on this one, Modler. We head down to the Cattery on Saturday night. What will be a cold Saturday night down in Geelong. They are 65.5 point favourites against the Kangaroo at the prohibitive odds of $1.01. Kangas 20 to 1. $1.01, <laughs> right. is it? Jesus. Uh, yeah. Um, I think we mentioned pretty much every week on the on the potty that, um, you know, the model's like north at the price and it's, I think they've covered two lines for the whole year and I just did some numbers before and they've, including the two that they've covered, they're, they're falling 21 points short of the line every week. Um, so it's, I, I just, you know, I've got them about 11 bucks here um, and even at the 65-odd point line, I just, I, you know, I just have to throw my hands up and say, you know, can't can't bet that really. I'm, I'm happy to wait and take a seat and see, you know, see them come good and then I might jump back on them but, yeah, I can't keep throwing good money after that at the moment. So I'll, I'll shoulder arms as well to, to North this week. Mark, what's your view on this one? Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've been alongside uh, Modler for most of the time with North Melbourne uh, this year, but this is the, probably the first time in one of these games where uh, I've been adjusting my ratings, you know, every week uh, with, with, with everyone as we do. And um this is my biggest line that I've set for the year in terms of any team. Um, before teams, my number's at 75. So that's that's the biggest number uh, that I've served up for the year. Now, you take out Tom Stewart out of that. So is he worth three? Four, he's probably worth four. Um, so I'm probably around, you know, that sort of 71, 72 mark. Uh, the market's at uh, 65. Look, because the number is so high, your, your six or seven point discrepancy isn't as worth much, is it? Because, you know, yeah. the the percentage of, of um, the number isn't as great. Um, so, look, I might, maybe I'll just have a small bet for, for uh, S&Gs, but, um, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of interest in these types of games. Um, my lean is to the Cats. Yeah, so probably surprised you've gone with the angle you did there, Monk, so it probably shows that, the perilous state of the kangaroos as much oh, as mate. They're, they're, they're very bad. You know, I, I lost money on them on the weekend. I backed them against Adelaide down in Hobart, thought they had a good home ground advantage, thought they'd be revved up for that one. And um, unfortunately, they just, they're pretty spineless at the moment. So they had McKay back as well, which I was, I was pretty big on. And um, they still couldn't show much. So it's hard for me to, <laughs> to keep liking them when, when they do that against, you know, pretty much one of the other bottom teams. Sounds, sounds pretty dire, all in all. Uh, we had a metric on, on Saturday night as well, Mug. Uh, intriguing match, this one probably. Suns eighty favourites against Collingwood, $2.02, and, and the line is 3.5. What are you seeing in this one? Uh, my number was at five. Um, bring Dugowie back into that. Probably brings it back down to about uh, two and a half. Um, so I think the number's three and a half, mate. I'm, I'm, it's pretty much market sort of stuff uh, for me. So nothing for me here. Yeah, lovely. Uh, Mother, again, what I do notice out of the models, when these prices about pick them, you do sort of have a lean one way or the other. Is, is that the case here? Yes, yeah, slight lean to the pies here with the going back in. It's sort of made them slight favourites, about $1.95. Yeah, against 202, probably sort of not even keen for a half unit. Um, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's maybe a quarter if you're that, you know, that interested to have a, have a bet and have a watch. But, yeah. Probably happy enough to leave that one alone, given how close it is. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Mug, the Tigers, Richmond return the MCG after what might have been the game of the year on Saturday afternoon. They're against 
the resurgent Eagles mm. after their win yeah. on Friday night. Tigers minus 37.5, dollar twelve. Eagles 6.50. To give you a bit of an insight to how my ratings sort of work, uh, Pope, um, after, when I say, uh, uh, you know, at close of business of the round, close of the, the last game, um, so teams as they were last week, I've got Richmond at 55. Ooh. So you got to pull Prestia out of that now uh, because he he won't come back. So he's probably a three and a half. Uh, so you're back around the 51 and a half. But you got to also remember the 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 process that I follow is is uh, is a move slowly process. So I'm not um, making rapid movements in my ratings, and that's how we get a benefit of the recency bias when everyone else jumps off we're still on um, to, to, to a certain team. So that's, that, that's the benefit of the way that, that I, I go about things, I feel. Um, in this instance, though, my ratings aren't reacting uh, strongly enough for what's happening. And, and what is happening at the moment is West Coast are getting their full side back. And for the last two weeks in a row, they've beaten the market by 20 points. So market goes off at 38 and, and or 39 against Geelong. Uh, that margin is 18. Uh, then uh, against uh, the Bombers on the weekend, they're 13 points the wrong way. I think they win by 10 or 15 points or, or something like that. So, so they've beaten the market by 20 points uh, each week running. Now, market sitting at 37, does that mean the Tigers are only going to beat them by, by 17? It doesn't. You know, We know that's not the exact science here. But, um, but I think to be ploughing in at the 37, uh, even though my number is significantly higher than the 37, I think is ignoring too many of the um, facts that are in front of us. And I think we have to pay attention to some of that, some of those facts, some of those evidence of recent weeks and just uh, keep the powder dry. So I probably can't be on uh, the tigers here. If that number keeps going up, which I think it might actually, uh, because there'll be a lot of people like me that will have ratings like mine that keep backing it. So I think we actually might see that number starting to really uh, get away. If, if it does get away, I'll probably uh, probably back it back. Good. Very, very articulate run down the state of play on that one, Mug. Good work. Uh, Mother, what are you seeing in this? Yeah, just first off, love, love hearing the Mug talk about recency bias here in the market and, and you know, his ratings updating slowly. It's pretty, I think we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. It's more or less how my player ratings work. You sort of, up, you know, you don't overreact too much to what you see last week. So, yeah, let's just sort of, Stay in front of the pack a bit there, but yeah, love hearing that. Um, having said that, yeah, with Prestia out, I've uh, pretty much got this in line with the market. I've got Tigers a dollar thirteen, so a dollar, yeah, what are they? A dollar twelve. It's it's no bad for me at the moment, and um, yeah, like like might probably take a wait and see approach and see what happens with that price there. And interesting prices from you there. Well, those touched on a couple of games ago. Usually, got to land the outsiders in these short prices. So intriguing what the numbers have done there. Uh, Mug Sunday afternoon, we go to Sydney Showground. GWS, yeah, and a half favorites against your Hawks, dollar 51 v 250. Yeah, I'm right on the market close of business Sunday, but Hawks are going to get back. Uh, Wingard, Guns, I, I feel like I've told this story to you boys before and it hasn't come true, but, <laughs> but Hawks are meant to get back. Uh, Gunston, uh, Wingard, and Young Day. So that'll bring my number sort of closer to, to one goal, uh, which would should be should be betting material. Uh, the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about there is the is the big wet uh, pope. It's going to be really wet, and um, 
and probably apart from Newcomb, maybe Omira. I don't know. He's not really a big body. So probably apart from young Newcomb, we don't quite have the big bodies in the middle, whereas they've got young Tom Green and Cal Ward and Taranto, who's got about four seasons under his belt now. So I just feel probably out of the middle, it does suit GWS maybe a little bit better than what it does suit, suit us in the wet. So Toby Green up forward is going to be dangerous. So I'll probably... Just because of the wet, I probably won't be betting. But one thing I would say, Pope, at the moment, I think that um, total is at about 153. Now, GWS and Hawthorne have been super high scoring. Uh, and we, we saw it on Sunday, even in the wet, that um, the GWS were able to score seven goals in the last quarter um, in the wet. But what I think is going to happen here with that rain forecast, that number is going to get bet down, uh, I think, to around about 145, maybe even low 140s. They're talking 10 to 20 mils, I think, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then again on the Sunday, and then again on the Monday. So it probably gives you an indication that it's not easing up on the Sunday. Um, so I think with that forecast, uh, that number is going to get bet down. Then what I want to be doing is betting it back uh, over the top. So I'm actually taking a position uh, on the under at the moment uh, with a view to betting it back the other way later on. I hope the listeners hang around for about the 30-minute mark of the podcast tonight. Mug, a couple of very, very valuable nuggets in the last couple of games from you. Impressive. Uh, Modler, as infamously we know, the model has been bullish on the Hawks this year. Does that continue in this game? It certainly does, yeah. I had it pretty much on the market as, you know, as teams were last week. And then with those three ins that Mug's mentioned, Gunston and, and Wingard and Day, I've, I've Pretty much brought them uh, in the just over pick, and I've got them 205. So, yeah, definitely at the 260. Um, yeah, keen to get involved in the Hawks um, at that price. Yeah. I detect a degree of confidence in the voice there, too, from the others. So, um, the boys are up and about late in the round here. We'll stick with you to round out the rounds here. Modeler, Freo, $1.39, sorry, $1.39. Favourites against Port three dollars five and minus fifteen half in the West. Take us away on this one, mate. Uh, yeah, only a couple of minor changes. It looks like for Port at this stage. I don't have any for Freo at the moment. That might change obviously before the you know late Sunday game. But yeah, as it stands, I've got Port just shy of three dollars. So the three dollars five, I'm happy to leave that one alone. Mug. Yeah, back at home. What are you saying? Yeah, mate, I'm I'm right on it. Um, one of the top sport market movers of the week. Uh, we sort of started. There was some 19 and 20 floating around um, on Sunday. That's uh, trimmed up into the 15 and a half now. I'm right on it. I'm on 14. I don't think there's a lot of action with teams here, so probably can't be uh, be either way. I, I probably yeah, I'd be just shouldering. I would say in this one, Pope. Yeah, really good work, fellas. Uh, some really valuable. Nuggets there for the listeners to get through our AFL set. Very good, boys. Let's uh, let's turn the page and start talking about some NRL. And as we mentioned before, we got the full set this week as well. So I think we've got about half a dozen games uh, to talk to here, Pope and Modler. The first one is the Thursday night. So we're back on Thursday night, which is always great. Uh, the Manly Sea Eagles hosting the Storm um, and Sea Eagles at home, Modler, 3.35 and the Storm $1.34 in foreign territory. So, oh, geez, I, I can just about guarantee what the, modeler's get, uh, what the model's going to say here. Modler, tell us all about it. 
Yeah, no surprises. That, that, as teams are named, I've got a big uh, lean to Manly here. I've got them about 240. There's a lot of moving parts, I should mention. Not not only with Origin uh, played on Sunday, but also a few internationals played over the weekend as well. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, the Seagulls are uh, missing uh, one or two players from the internationals. They pulled up sore. Um, there's obviously uh, Jake and DCE, um, you know, whether they back up or not. Munster's named, but he's, he looks like there's a question mark about him. Um, and then the other one, obviously, worth speaking to is Pappenhausen's been named on an extended bench. Um, and given, yeah, he's probably more of a chance to play now than he was a couple of weeks ago, given the, the sort of two-week break he's had. So, uh, yeah, it, on the extended bench, I've got, you know, mainly about 240. Um, but, uh, you know, if Pappenhausen was lost to start, many moves to a wing, say that I've pretty much got that on the market. So probably another case for, uh, for Pat Porsche uh, throughout the week. Pat Porsche during the week. And Pope, that line sits at eight and a half. What side of it and why do you sit on? Yeah, a lot of moving parts, but Munster can't play. He's been named, but he just can't play. That's a four-day turnaround for him. So to answer the question, Mark, I'd be on Manly here, all things been equal, and I'd probably back them just head-to-head, just back them out right at home. Steer clear of the line. There's a lot going on in that game at this point of the week, so I'll just be on them to win outright in this one, I think. Seems like a good value and the boys are aligned there. So uh, that's an excellent start uh, for the listeners. Um, next game, uh, boys, that we want to uh, just flip down to, it's uh, it's Saturday, uh, what's that? Saturday evening, uh, the 5.30 time slot. Uh, it's the Cowboys. They're hosting their uh, Queensland rival, Brisbane Broncos. Um Boys, we've got this one at a six and a half line, a little bit of juice uh, there in that line. And we've got the uh, the head-to-head, as I just uh, flip over in the app, uh, sitting at $1.45 for the Cows and two seventy five dollars for the Bronx. Pope, what have you got? Looks a big number to me. Uh, Cowboys, oh, I think they're a bona fide this year, mm. Muggers I've touched on, but it's going to be an interesting sort of period for them that, they're just going a little bit in club football at the moment and they've got a few guys who are going to be backing up for the first time from origin and long confidence, two of them, Tauluggi and Nanai were poor Sunday night. So how they come back to the club football final will be interesting. But um, Broncos won seven last eight. The one they lost was the Storm and they weren't, they weren't shattered in that game. They they perform pretty well down in Melbourne. So I have to be on the underdog here. Uh, potentially without Haas, bit of the story of the week, that some of these major players might be missing despite being named. But I'm happy to take the chance, plus six and a half, and I'll be on them head-to-head as well in this one month. And sorry, Pope, Adam Reynolds, did you mention him then? Uh, I did not. So he's been named, and that seems return from injury, and that seems like there's no trickery there, I guess. He'll play, so... Yeah. Um, unless there's a late hiccup, but him being back is huge for them. So I like that converted try and a bit on our side there. And I'll also be on the underdog in this one. Yeah, I like it, Pope. And um, Modler, how does your model react uh, to that news around Adam Reynolds being named? Yeah, so I've uh, yeah I've gone off the teams as they were named today and I've pretty much got this uh, in line with the market. I've got, you know, north about $1. fifty and then... Brisbane close enough for $3. So, um, yeah, a couple of moving parts there, um, potentially. Um, but as it stands, yeah, happy to happy to leave that one alone. Okay. Um, okay, boys, uh, 
on Saturday night, it's the Rabbitohs uh, hosting the Eels. Uh, so a, a traditional uh, Sydney clash here. And um, the Rabbitohs at home, 250. Uh, Parramatta Eels, $1.54. And we've got that line just sitting now at five and a half, a little bit of juice either side there. So, um, Pope, talk to us about this. Latrell back for Rabbitohs, first game back. This one is, Mark, again, I'm on the underdog and I'll be on a big way here. I'll be on Rabbitohs, 13 plus. So I think wow. they're a real bet here. Para often been false favourites this year, and I think Souths can trouble them in this game. They've got the firepower to do so, and if they do click, which admittedly hasn't been often this year, I think they can win this quite comfortly at Accor Stadium. So Souths for me. Wow. And uh, all their origin players got through okay, uh, Pope. I know Cameron Murray copped a, a bit of a... Uh, apparently there's no HIH in uh, in uh, origin, but uh, he copped a copped a whack there early. Is he all good to go? Allegedly, yeah, he's been he's been named. They've got six days, so it's it's basically a regular club. Okay, turnaround from origin. They need to play their origin players. They're in a fairly precarious state in their season, so they Little need to be loss. desperate and probably roll the dice on their better players. They can't afford to to rest, which is the luxury some of the better teams might have. So I really like Seas in this one, all in all, Mark. Okay, excellent. And uh, Modler? Yeah, I'm going to line up with uh, with Pope here. Mm-hmm. I'm liking Seas as well. I've got them about 220. So uh, probably was only going to have a small play at the head-to-head, but given Pope's confidence, I might have to have a little nibble at the margins as well, I think. <laughs> all right. Very good. All right. Well, uh, I... Pope was leaning forward, uh, listeners, when he was talking about that one. So there was a, we, we did get quite a bit of a, a feeling of confidence as he was talking about that as well. So, uh, yes, take note uh, for sure. Um, guys, next one uh, Warriors versus the Wests. And uh, it's a very important game. And I'll let you talk to the reasons why, Pope. Uh, this is happening on Sunday, it's the early one on the Sunday. Uh, we've got the Warriors uh, coming in as the favourite uh, in this one. Um, maybe hard to mark a favourite in this one uh, if, if it wasn't where it is. But um, $1.52, uh, the Warriors, uh, $2.55, the Tigers. And I mentioned that line, four, four and a half. So, Pope, what have we got? Yeah, Sunday, 2pm, Warriors v West Tigers. It's not a game you'd have in your calendar most <laughs> weeks, Mug. But this is a pretty unique occasion. First time back in... New Zealand for club football in three years. So it'd be well worth tuning tuning into this one. Yeah. It basically boils down to probably can a team get up purely on emotion, I think, yep. is, is the question that's to be asked. We won't know the answer till Sunday. I'll go on the numbers and I have to back the Tigers with some trepidation oh, no. and take the chance on whether a team that's lost seven in a row can, can get up emotionally. Yep. Um, so I'll be, again, on the underdog to run with the theme of the weekend. I'm not sure if you can put lipstick on a pig mug, <laughs> and that's what we're going to find out Sunday. So Warriors with fairly low confidence. Sorry, uh, West, Tigers, yeah, Tigers West. with fairly low confidence. Oh, Tigers, yeah. Okay. And um, what's their stadium? They play at Auckland there. They play at Eden, they don't play at Eden Park or Eden Gardens there. Or what, what's their what's their game? What's their stadium over there? Mount Smart. Yeah. And um, what's the capacity of that? Mid twenties, I think. Mid twenties. Would they? I don't know. Would they fill it? Like, given yeah. that it's the first one in three years, would it be full? Full, you think? Or yeah, they sold out allegedly. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, and 
that wouldn't normal Warriors wouldn't normally get a big crowd to their games when they were playing pre-COVID. I wouldn't imagine. No, you're right. You're right in saying that. Yeah, like yeah. They're, they're very much a secondary offering behind Rugby Union over there. Yeah. So this is going to be a big occasion. Uh, a full house welcoming the Warriors home. Um, Geez, they need to get out and do it. Well, they'll probably have some celebrations. They'll have ceremonial harkers, all that sort of stuff um, before the game, no doubt, with all that, the, the fanfare. Geez, you'd want to hope that the uh, the Warriors can get up. But uh, Modler, what do you see? Yeah, the models, uh, it's, it's got swept up in the emotion and it's really on the Warriors here. It's got <laughs> about $1.30 um, and it's would have been a while since the models rated the Warriors that short and I'd say that Speaks more to the Tigers than the Warriors, but um, yeah, against the dollar fifty, I'm, I'm keen to get involved there. So your Warriors and the Pope is the Wests. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. All right. Very uh, well. It's an interesting game, and uh, geez, I think it'll be worth flicking on the telly just to have a look at the spectacle of a full game and the emotion of getting back home for the first time in three years. It's uh, yeah, it's going to be something, and we're probably going to take our hats off to the Warriors too for what they've actually done in the last few years. It's been pretty remarkable, um, you know, to keep the competition going and keep it even numbers and all that sort of stuff. They've done a pretty good job. you got to, you got to sort of take your hat off to them. Yeah, you do. It's easy to forget, but there's times where if they had a throw on the proverbial toys out of the cot, then the competition could have been in a fairly perilous state. So you are right in saying that, Mug. Uh, very good. And uh, the last one that we want to go to, boys, um, uh, the Modler, the Modler's adopted St. George Illawarra Dragons taking on uh, Pope's, uh, the milk, Pope's milk. Uh, so the Canberra Raiders, uh, we've got them here. It's a pretty tight one here. The line's sitting at two flat and, uh, and we've got the head to head. Can't be too far away from that either. Must have uh, St. George there, the slight outsider at 210 and Raiders $1.74. So uh, Pope, are you with your milk or are you against them? Uh, I'm still I'm still recovering a little bit, Mug, from the model got swept up in the emotion. But uh, <laughs> so just, just sort of working through that. But the, this comes down to it, this is why and see if Ben Hunt plays, Dragons are a bet. So he's 50-50 carrying an injury from origin. But if he, he's huge for that team, like he yep. be in the top 10 um, in terms of moving a line for a team. In the comp, or that, that's probably even understating it. Like, he's really significant. But if he plays, they are a bet in this game. We'll have, need to wait and see till later in the week what that looks like. Uh, as we stand at the moment, I like them at the 225. Um, and the three and a half, did you say? Sorry, Mum. Uh, we got uh, two, 210 there, Pope, and two and a, and, uh, and two flat, I think I said. Okay, and, so, so, yeah, two flat. So we had a little bit of uh, retraction there. So a little, come a little bit closer together. In a moment, yeah, still yep. the dragons as, as underdogs if if Hunt's in. Yep, okay. Um, so caveat on that one, and for yourself, Modler, yeah, likewise. I'm liking the dragons at the moment. I've got them, uh, on a dollar 65 there, um, with Hunt's in, obviously, as named. Um, and, and as Pro mentioned, yeah, definitely on on um, on Hunt Watch. If you know, given it's a Sunday game, hopefully, there's a bit of noise about whether he plays or not beforehand. Um, and well, you know, on the other side, I guess. Gives him seven days to recover as well. But um, yeah, if he if he plays, definitely. Yeah. And and for the uneducated around teams um, in the NRL, when do we find out the final teams uh, for NRL for that Sunday game? It'll be uh, so they whittle it down for twenty four hours before the start. I think it's to nineteen, and then it's the final squads an hour before the match. 
an hour before the match. Okay, so yeah. just stay stay tuned to that one. Uh, all right, boys. Well, there's some um, there is some alignment there with a few of the games, so the listeners will have to go back and just have a, a, a quick check in with that. And uh, and there's also some opposition uh, with that uh, Warriors uh, Wests one as well. So a little bit of yin and yang uh, for the listeners. They'll have to decide who they're siding with uh, this week. But uh, fellas, I think that's been a pretty in depth chat around football betting uh, and the upcoming full rounds uh for this week so thank you very much for your time this evening mother thank you very much for your time this evening the pope and uh pope would you mind to sign us off gamble responsibly but more important gamble to win <laughs>